guess if I'm walking through a house mm-hmm. and I see throw pillows, mm-hmm. I'll admit they look kind of nice. They're pretty. Problem is they are so impractical. Aesthetically pleasing, completely impractical. They're not comfortable. No. They can't be used. No. Expensive. And if you try to use one, like try to sleep you with one, you at. get yelled at. Yes. That's the worst. For sure. Like I'm just trying to put it between my knees and my knees don't touch. She's like, touch my what is happening? And much love from West Texas. I'm Mark Oatman, and as usual, by my side is James, Jim, Jamie, Tate, also affectionately known to some as Tater Salad. How I've are already, you doing today, Jim? I'm good. I've already got the giggles. This is going to be a rough one, I think. <laughs> it is way too early to have the giggles oh, yet, man. buddy. So let's let the good times roll. Those of you listening know that we rank the stuff. All the stuff that's fit to rank and stuff that ain't, jump in a lake. That was courtesy of JW, that little line right Ooh. there. So if y'all have a problem that's, with it, let us know. We'll, we'll correct them. <laughs> Settle down, JW. I mean, geez. We are changing the format. So we uh, switched this new format last week or last last time we recorded. And what we're doing is Mark's taking a topic. He's giving us his top three. I'm giving my thoughts on those top three. I've got a topic. He's going to give me his thoughts on my on my uh, list and kind of go from there. Um, yeah, so we're both being surprised that's here. Right. That's yeah, right. Perfect. So also, James, we've actually had – I'm so flattered that we've had so many people uh, either reach out uh, via text, emails, uh, leaving reviews and whatnot. And Gloria in Dallas says, you two are the highlight of my week, excepting church, of course. What does that mean? <laughs> that means except for church. Surely we're not, right? I don't, her church might not be that great. <laughs> well, thank you, Gloria. That that actually is awesome. That's awesome. Carly Joe tells us that her dream job is to be our fact checker, and we both know Carly. We go way back with Carly, and I can we, assure you, Carly, you do not want that job. That would, that would be so underpaying. Yes, that is a that is a sixty a, hour a week job a that we can't afford. And also, guys, we we get it. We get pretty much everything wrong. But keep telling us. Keep letting us know what we get wrong because it makes us laugh. All right, man. So with all that being said, here's what I'm ranking today, Jamie. I've got inventions that should not have been invented. Oh, boy. Inventions that should not have been invented. Okay. I I didn't realize this until – You can't say kids again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think those are an invention, though. That's right. That being said (laughs) – I had a lot of fun thinking through this one, and I didn't really realize this, but apparently I love inventions. Okay. I don't know. I like inventions. That I is, like anything that is creative. I like yeah. to invent things myself. I mean, none of them ever get created because I don't right. execute them. I just think – and I'm not smart enough to invent anything. I just think of ideas that should happen. Right. But this was fun. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it, and I've actually got four this week instead oh. of three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And number four is the throw pillow. <laughs> I hate the throw pillow so much. It is it is not comfortable. It is an awkward size. Uh-huh. <laughs> it really can't be used for anything. Yeah. They're usually like pretty expensive uh-huh. for what they are. And so you're not allowed to like lounge on them and you lay on them. You have to take a throw pillow off the bed to sleep on a pillow. Yes. Wild. Yes. Do you know how many pillows are on my bed at my house when how, we have to unmake how it? Many? How many? Let me count. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
10, 11, 12. That's, that's, there are 12 pillows. Dude. Now, four of them are used in the night. So eight are thrown so on the, the ground. eight are thrown on the ground every night. Dude. We go and we throw eight. And it, my room is, I mean, it's not some matchbox, but yeah. I don't live in some giant house. Right. That's a lot of pillows to throw anywhere. A, it takes up like. 40% of the square footage of my bedroom, <laughs> all these pillows. Oh, that is a lot of pillows. So when when my wife's parents, they bought like a like a lake house still, and they bought it with all the furniture inside of it. Yeah, furnished. So it came with like the decorator to put all these throw pillows. So one weekend we counted all – there was like 87 throw pillows total in the house. There are so many pillows all over that place, and they look great. I mean, they That's look like fine. nine thousand dollars worth of throw Dude, pillows. It's by unbelievable, the way. and it looks good. Like it looks great, but that is so many pillows. Well, yes, if I'm walking through a house and mm-hmm. I see throw pillows, mm-hmm. I'll admit they look kind of nice. They're pretty. Yeah. yeah, they do look kind of nice. The problem is they are so impractical, aesthetically pleasing. Completely impractical. They're not comfortable. No. They can't be used. No. Expensive. And if you try to use one, like try to sleep you with one, you at. get yelled at. Yes. That's the worst. For sure. Like I'm just trying to put it between my knees and my knees don't touch. She's like, you're going to get that pillow dirty. I do that. That happened to me literally this weekend on the couch. I tried to put one of the throw pillows between my knees right. because it, it's not about my knees touching. It hurts my you're, hips. And the back. angle yeah. hurts my old. hips. We're getting old, yeah. dude. But it has, even when I was a kid, it was yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, I got gotten onto like don't put that pillow between your legs you can get it all nasty you know who never got onto us for putting throw pillows between our legs mary grace our moms no they didn't <laughs> they just right. let us ruin those things that's right <laughs> as they should have throw pillows i like it okay, what's number so two that was number four actually four, since i've got me. a four four system list here okay already breaking the number rules. three is and i want to be careful before we get into this jamie oh, no. but the two-party American political system. <laughs> I don't want to get into our political beliefs or right. other political beliefs. I don't want to get into what one party believes or the other party believes. That is not the space for this podcast, I don't believe. No, Can we agree not. to that? It's certainly not. Okay. Uh, nor do I think that you or I have earned the right to have an opinion on said matters in a public <laughs> forum. But to me, the two-party system, it is so polarizing right. is the problem. Yeah. If we had either no parties mm-hmm. – or one party, or you know, m- at least three, if not many, equal parties. Right. I feel like we might end up with the best candidate more often than we do now, because right now with the two-party system, they're kind of um, obligated. I mean, they're the way the path to win for either side right. is to appeal to the most extreme of their side. Correct. And not to appeal to the people in the middle. Right. And that's why I think the system is really bad and it causes a lot of division amongst, you know, our country. Everybody, yeah. And it is, like I said, polarizing. Right. And it also, I think it feeds extremism. Right. Which I don't think is healthy. No, I agree with that, especially in today's society. I think back in the day, I think it was less that way. I think, you know, Southern Democrats are – Kind of like Republicans now. Everything's kind of changed a lot mm-hmm. over time. But like with technology today and Twitter and Instagram, you're right. Everything is so polarized. You can't – if you don't agree with somebody, you have to hate them. Yes. Which is just a wild, wild thing. That is a wild concept. Mm-hmm. You and I should hate each other a lot more than we do if that's the case, <laughs> brother. So how would you do like if you if you didn't – let's say you just didn't have – 
Yeah, see, my solution would be to do away with parties, period, and you would just have candidates run right. on their own platform and everyone – I guess, it's, harder, like I guess it's harder a, to raise money that way. Is that kind of – because the system – I really or don't the, know, to be honest with you. I don't I, know. I mean – because I know those is, platforms, like if you're a Democrat or Republican, those caucuses or parties or whatever they are, those help raise money for you. Sure. That's so, for sure true. So you've got to, I guess, with no with a no-party system, kind of go raise money on your own, which, again, that makes Maybe sense they to should. me. Yes, that makes sense. But also I just don't like the thought that people have it so ingrained in them that I am this right. or I am that, therefore I could never vote for the other. Right. We'll move on, but that's number three. I like that. I like a no party system. Yeah. We gotta no figure parties. this out. Yeah. I don't think we're the two. No, but, but maybe somebody, someone somebody that listens that's listening, to this. Gloria, if you're listening, yeah. could you help us Matt with this? Matt Rose, if you're listening, <laughs> help us out. Okay, number two. And I think that you will appreciate this. I think that you have had some experiences with this invention. Okay. I think we may have had some together. Uh oh. The three wheeler. Uh-huh. The three-wheeled Ooh, death machine. Dude. What? You used to have one of those at Camp Tejas, right? Yeah, dude. And or maybe multiple. So this is this may be a little too deep for the listeners, but when my mom and dad got divorced, my dad bought me a three-wheeler for the next Christmas. I'm like, well, you're just trying to win, bro. And he yeah. did for that Christmas. Yes. That three-wheeler you're, like, was, you're like eight and you already oh, knew. Come like, on, man. <laughs> But those things, it's just a killing machine is all that is. Oh, it is, dude. That is a death rocket. It, I started, <laughs> I mean, they recalled them in 1988. Okay. They were apparently super popular from about 70 to 88. In fact, this shocked me. 80% of the ATVs sold up until 1988 were three-wheelers. Did they not have four-wheelers? What, like, what's the I don't know why? if they had them or not, but they had three-wheeler. That was 80%. Why is sold. the three-wheeler more practical? Like, why was that a more practical invention than a four-wheeler? Like, I think in theory, one, it's just easier to make. I mean, it's cheaper to make. Right. And so cheaper to sell. Mm-hmm. It's also lighter. Okay. So maybe faster. And also that one wheel is more you're more maneuverable gotcha. than on the two wheels. Well, you and know so, what else you are? More prone to flip and real, real quick. Real I fl- quick. I flipped that three-wheeler probably, I don't know, 10, 11 times. I and flipped it probably four or five times. I mean, it's so dangerous, dude. And it's like you don't even have to be – you didn't have to be doing anything to flip that thing. No, it just kind of tip over. Mm-hmm. Like even going slow, if you're on a hill kind of goofy or something. Or if you got more than one you, person on there. Or if you hit the brakes goofy, mm-hmm. it might not be like some death roll. Right. But, but you might rolled. just tip over. It mm-hmm. was just not a stable machine. I mean, we almost rolled your truck the first day you had it. We were bad on three wheelers. We did. That, the truck was basically a three wheeler with air conditioning, though. Is <laughs> a Toyota. It was like the uh, that it was, was like the, a red version of the Back to the Future truck. That was the, the first. Truck. That was it the was first a cool day truck. you had that, correct? Yes, the very first. Yeah. Now it only went like sixty five miles downhill with the wind <laughs> because it was a four banger standard, but. It was, it was kind of a cool high school car. It, was it wasn't expensive. It wasn't real nice, but it was cool. I love that truck. Yeah. I, I kind of wish I still had a I truck about like that. I love my three-wheeler, too. I wish I had it back. Oh, I'd ride a three-wheeler still, my but— kids aren't riding a three-wheeler, though. Well, that was the thing. Your kids. That, can you imagine Swede on a three-wheeler? Hell no. Ooh. Hell no. <laughs> but that was the thing about them is that they were marketing them primarily to kids that were 16 and under because they couldn't get motorcycle licenses, but they could drive a three-wheeler. And so they were marketing them to kids knowing that they were super dangerous. And so I looked at some of the math. It was wild. In a five-year period, there was – I can't remember the death total, but it was 
several, several hundred, nearing a thousand. But the injury total was like 250,000 injuries. Now, that might not sound that crazy, but think about what small portion of the public had. No, that uh, sounds crazy. Had a three wheeler. That's insane. So it was, I did. I kind of, you know, I'm a math geek mm-hmm. to an extent. Mm-hmm. So I backed into some math looking at these numbers, and it gets real close to 10% of the people that had a three wheeler got hurt on it. That, I mean, real, that it was not shot that me. high, but it was nine point something. That is incredible. Having had one, that doesn't shock me. Yeah, that's incredible. It kind of seems like more of them should have been. But also, the injuries and deaths they had, over half of them were all kids 16 years or younger. Well, I mean, and that's like, my next door neighbor, when we lived out there, had a three wheeler. So we'd mm-hmm. drive them together, race them, oh, do the all whole kinds deal. of stupid I mean, stuff. Probably build ramps. Yes, dude. I mean, just, anything dumb you could do, you were mm, doing it. Such a scary thing. Yeah. So I, I think three wheeler, bad invention. Mm-hmm. Uh, never should have been invented. Too many deaths. Uh, I do like the ATV though. I like to ride around on a four wheeler or those little side by sides yeah. you can get sometimes. Or a gator or something like that. Yeah. Gators are so much safer. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, uh, gators or mules or whatever they too. are, and a four wheeler is fun, man. My father in law's got a little little uh, like a small motorcycle with fat tires. Uh huh. That thing's fun. How fast does it go? I mean, it gets up there. It goes for like forty. Okay. Yeah, I've seen some of those. I didn't know if it's like a motorcycle motorcycle. Yeah. It goes. 70 it's, plus, but no, like right. a Honda Ruckus and stuff like yeah. that, those little fat tired yeah. ones that'll those go cool. 35 or 40. Yeah. I'd love to get one of those to cruise around in, but I don't even trust myself on one of those no, anymore. No. I'll get hurt on it. Yes, in the same way. All right. I'm going to move on to number one. Number and one. And this is the one I am for sure most passionate about. And you of all people, I don't think you're going to agree with this one. I think you're going to disagree with this one. And I also think that you're going to roll your eyes at just the, you will not be surprised by why this thing annoys me. Okay. The worst invention is self-checkout. Oh, God. Here we go Self-checkout sucks, dude. Dude, this goes back to your whole deal. This whole entire podcast is built around people no, doing, not. People doing no, things for you. Yes, it is. It is. No, it's not. Yeah. You're- <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal about self-checkout, Jamie, uh-huh. is that as technology has advanced, right. our customer experience should be getting better not worse. Right. And, right? and for me, customer experience, being able to just walk out and do my own deal, that's way better to me. Okay, that's fine, but I'm sorry. I don't work here. <laughs> when did I start working at Target? <laughs> I've not put in an application. I've not received a paycheck. Why am I doing y'all's job? <sighs> I don't ask my clients to go show themselves houses. <laughs> It's different, dude. It's so different. No, it's not, dude. Yeah, I did yes, not, it I is. Did not, I do not work here. This I did is, not sign up for this. If I'm going to do that, I should get a discount. People love self-checkout. Now, like, if you have a whole uh, basket full of stuff, no one wants to do self-checkout with that. But if you've got, like, four things in your no, hand. No, there's too many options. you got to touch a bunch of buttons no, that someone else touched. No, you literally don't. You have to touch two buttons the whole time you're there. No, you got to touch a lot of stuff. No, you, you you've never done it. Like, you've stuff. never done it before. I, <laughs> How many times I, have you done it? I've watched people do it. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it a couple times, maybe uh-huh. three. I've seen Hallie do it a lot. I, see, Hallie likes it. Yeah, because the majority of humans Hallie likes like it, it because she doesn't have to interact with another human being. Correct. That's why people like it. That's right. Okay, but give me interacting with another human being before you make me do that human being's job. No, that human. Yeah, being... you don't want to deal with your lawn guy either. But the alternative is mowing your own lawn. That's right. 
But I don't talk to him every time he comes to my place to mow my lawn. Well, you, oh, it sounds like a rude lawn guy haver well, to me. I don't see him. He comes and does it. That's that's the point. He doesn't have to talk to me. You don't have to talk to those people. We just don't have to have a conversation. And they'll ring it up. Yeah, but then you just stand there quietly looking at each other. I guess. I'm just out on self-checkout. I think that technology has advanced enough that, yeah, we should have some other options besides yes. that person. But it shouldn't be the self-checkout system we have now. You literally just take your things and run them across the scanner and then put them in a bag and then you leave. Yeah, did you hear all the things you just said? You take your things. You put them across a scanner. That's it. You have to pay. You have to bag them. You have to do everything. You have to do all the stuff. Dude, you're so off base on this. I promise you. All Next thing you know, I'm going to walk in and they're going to have self-stock shelves. I'm, and I'm going to walk to the back and they're going to be like, hey, I don't see any paper towels in here. I'm like, oh, well, there actually there's a pallet of them in the back. Go get the forklift and bring them up. And once you're done, you can grab one and take it and check your damn self out. It's kind of like Costco. I'm, it makes me mad the more I talk about you it. You are getting mad it right is, now. It is selfish of them. It's poor customers. And you know, in my business, there if there's one thing that's important to me, it's customer service. Like That is our number one thing. And it drives me crazy when I see poor customer service. And self-checkout is the prime example no, of it in this not. country. You are so wrong on this, dude. Of the 14 listeners that we have, 11 of them are going to like self-checkout. Okay. I want y'all, if you know us, send us a text. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't, I want you to email our producer, JPS, at B-L-U-E-J-A-Y-Audio.com. That's JPS at BlueJ-Audio.com. And chime in on this. I yes. want to know who's in on self-checkout and who's not. We need to settle this one because obviously we're not going to come to terms during no. the show. No. Okay. So we're going to leave this one for the listeners to decide. Okay. And with that, that wraps up my topic, Jamie. So you want to cut us out for a break? Oh, wait. Actually, no. That wraps up my list. But I'd like to get your comments. Yeah. I want to hear if you have any. And I do have a, a list of some kind of honorable mentions that we could throw out there. Man, I like your list, obviously, except for the self-checkout. I think that's – I think that's you're, I think you're way, way off base on that deal. But I, I know people that agree with me. You're extremely passionate about it, which I appreciate. I appreciate your passion in our no-party system. You're wrong, but I appreciate it. The, uh, Fair enough. The rest of the list was pretty good. I enjoyed it. And and having the uh, life experiences with the three-wheeler, dude, that was a bad invention. Yeah, I would say a lot of men that are our age mm-hmm. at this point or close to our age have had some near-death experiences on a three-wheeler. Yeah. For sure. Um, did I, don't you, really, I don't really have any inventions that I can think of off the top I'll, of my head. I'll give you some and I'll let you okay. comment on these because you will agree with these. This is not as prevalent anymore. But at one point in time, this was the worst invention, and that was the pop-up ad. Oh, yeah. Pop-up ads. Pop-up ads have kind of gone away. I don't, I don't really notice them anymore. If they still exist, I rarely notice them. I'll tell you what a bad – I don't know if this is called an invention, but the spam callers, dude. The spam callers? Do you not get 35 phone calls a day on your cell phone? Oh, callers. Yes. I thought you meant caller no, like no, a no. shirt. No, yeah, no. yes. No, dude. I get tons of those. That is the worst thing. In the but also, world. I'm trying to talk to a ton of people a day for my job. And you have to and answer. And so when people call mm. me, one, I have to answer. But two, it's nice when people call me because that's mm. one more conversation I got to have that I wouldn't have had. So when a spam caller calls me, I just turn it around and try to sell them real estate in Lubbock. Ugh. And they hang up on me so fast. <laughs> it's awesome. It's like a game I play. Ugh, it sounds, that sounds like the worst game ever. That sounds like a person that would rather go through a line to check out than self-checkout is what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> So what are some of your other ones? How about this? Every language after the first one. 
<laughs> Can't we just all speak one damn language? Wouldn't life be so much easier like for everyone? That. None of I don't know what the first one was, mm-hmm. but once it was invented, we should have stopped. Let's, we like should have just stopped there. We could have so added to that everybody's one. Everybody's talking. Everybody's chit chatting. Yeah, let's just we'll add to this one. We can tweak it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not perfect. Let's tweak it. Let's just keep everybody on one page here. I like that. Yeah. Is it Latin? Was that the first language? I wouldn't imagine so. I think it was like grunting and okay. I think like Which I'd great at that. I'm gonna say this oh. without much fear of offending mm-hmm. anyone because I don't think that the click talkers can hear this. But like the click talking might have been the first Hebrew. Hebrew? Hebrew. Oh engineer. engineer Dave coming through with Hebrew as the first known language. Is that right, Dave? Okay, there we go. Thank I mean, you, Engineer and, Dave. And if that's wrong, again, that was Dave who said that, yes. not Mark and I. Yes, that is Engineer Dave, the self-proclaimed <laughs> old angry German. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, multiple language. That was a mistake. I think we can all agree with that. Oh, yeah, we we talked about this but several weeks ago, so I won't go into it. But any kind of automated phone system. Yeah. Yeah. Also, sorry, Dave. I know that's not his favorite answer. Yeah. But any kind of automated phone system. That's very true. Not great. I almost went with social media mm-hmm. because there is so much bad that's come out of it, but also there is good that comes out of it too. And it's I and that's it, I think there's first, a lot of people that I am still in touch with yeah. that I wouldn't be in touch with probably or wouldn't know much about their lives without social media. And I I'm think thankful that's for that piece of it. That's fair. And 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 I, and I agree with that. But I think the further we go, the less redeeming qualities it has, if that makes sense. Like I feel yeah, like yes. it's just getting For worse sure. and the, worse and the, worse. The, each the magic was early and it's getting – Each platform is like the TikTok and it's just getting worse and worse to me. Right. I, Which I know we sound like get off my lawn old men right now. Yes, we do. But, but still, there's this – it can be annoying. It also – the thing that I dislike the most about it is that it has created in our world – so much comparison. Well, you go and you go back to what you said at first about the two party systems. Like with life, it's just created right and wrong. Like somebody thinks that they're absolutely right, so they're going to post about it. Oh my god! And then you yeah. get to hear from everybody else who thinks they're right. It's like well, okay, yeah. So yeah. there's all these fights on there, mm-hmm. like strangers fighting over stuff that they're never going to change each other's minds no. over. That's annoying, but also like a real effect that I I've seen it have this on me before, and I've learn to avoid this, but it causes so much comparison is that you're seeing everyone else's highlight reel. Right. Right. Absolutely. Like you're seeing the best moments of their life. Mm -hmm. You're seeing the happiest moments when they go on their fancy vacations and when their wife and them are getting along and their kids are happy and when they eat a nice meal or when they're at a whatever. You're seeing the the highlight reel. You're not seeing the real life, man. You're not seeing the fights you get in. You're not seeing the grind that you go through. You're not seeing we should financial start, worries or stress. We whatever. need to start a platform that's like real life. You just got to post well, the bad stuff all yeah, the time. your phone, an alarm goes off on your phone and you just have to post whatever's going it's on. Right, go, whatever's going on right You have to pull right it out there. and just takes a picture of you. <laughs> yes. Damn it. It's so good. Yes, I love that. I will tell you this. This wasn't a big enough deal in my life to put on my list, but it one of the worst inventions of all time is any game that posts to Facebook, like oh, yeah. Farmville mm-hmm. or Candy Crush, and you're asking your friends, I don't know what they're even doing, yep. but I don't want involved. I'm good. I'm out. I'm good. I'm out. And then the last one that I'm going to touch on real quick, and this is at JW's request, is, and I do agree with them, Bud Light Lime's pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Sorry, Sorry bud. JPS. Sorry. I, I hope you're enjoying some up there in New Hampshire, but it's a hard pass for me. I'll just take a regular beer and know. squeeze a lime in it if I want said lime. But honestly, I don't even like a lime in my beer. It's, well, I like a Mexican beer with a lime. Even in it, Mexican beers, I'd prefer not the lime. Lime makes me do weird stuff. Oh, God. Bud Light lime is bad. Yeah. I mean, it just is. Is that it? That's it, man. You want to cut us out? And All then right, we'll guys. come back. I'm real interested to hear what you got next. Well, that was Odie giving us his list. I'm James. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. All right, guys. Our good friend Josh Abbott is having an event here in Lubbock, Texas. It's the My Texas Gala that kind of represents and donates money to Jab Cares. And through Jab Cares, they'll donate all that money back to Lubbock. And so that money is going to stay here. The event's going to be held at the Cotton Court Hotel, and it is October 14th, 2021 at 6 p.m. The attire is Cocktail Plus. I'm not even sure what that means, but it sounds very, very, very fancy. But again, everything stays in Lubbock. All all 100% of the proceeds will stay in Lubbock. And the dates, again, are October 14th at 6 p.m. To purchase tables, they're going quick. Half have been sold already. Email tabbott at jabcares.org. It's T-A-B-B-O-T-T at jabcares.org. Grab your tickets. They're going quick. And a big, big thank you to Josh for coming on the podcast. And also playing at that deal will be the Panhandlers. It'll be their first time to play live in Lubbock. See you then. guys we've got a new sponsor today it's texas mri of lubbock i'm not sure if you ever had to get an mri before i have when i snapped my knee trying to dunk on an eight foot goal but texas mri lubbock is locally owned and operated they're here in lubbock at 3501 22nd street behind covenant hospital i'm not sure if you know this a lot of hospitals will send you to their own mri clinics or whatever and you have to go there it's much more expensive it's much more time consuming it's hard to get in call texas mri of lubbock they'll get you in faster it's cheaper And also, on the back end of that, which I didn't even really realize this, but they use Blue Star Radiology. Their radiology team is the same radiology team that looks at all of the MRIs for the Dallas Cowboys. So you've got great radiologists reading your MRIs. Check them out. If you've got to get an MRI, it's Texas MRI of Lubbock, located at 3501 22nd Street behind Covenant Hospital. Thanks. Told you we'd be right back. Our producer, JPS, has uh, some Bud Light Lime in his hand right now, cursing our names, I'd imagine. But if you love us or hate us, email him and tell us what you think. We want to know. Tell us what we can do better. Tell us what we can do more of. Tell us what we can do less of. Can't promise we'll listen, but we'll read it. Uh, His email again is jps at bluej-audio.com. All right, Jamie, it's uh, your topic, and I'm very interested to hear what it is. Okay. Well, first, I'm going to remind everybody that they're listening to Much Love from West <coughs> Texas. Um, I have movies that should have had a sequel. I like this. See, I figured you'd like this one. And it was this one's not really that easy for me. I Because going through it, I, I figured out the kind of movies I watch, and I kinda, I'm kind of embarrassed about it, but it's like it's all comedies. Like or or like romantic comedies and stuff like really? that. Really? Yeah. Okay. So that's the ones that like came to my mind first. So I'm going to start in my number three is probably I have a bunch of them written down here, but my number three because I read a little bit about it is Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger okay. and Danny DeVito. 
So you remember they were they're they're long lost mm-hmm. twins. Yeah, I remember the movie. I can like picture the cover and everything. So the reason I picked this is because I was doing a little bit of research on it, and they have talked about making a sequel to it. But they're 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 long lost twins. Right. But one got all the all the good, good genes, and the other one got all the sorry genes. And you remember he comes over, he's like the ni- Arnold Schwarzenegger's like the nicest, sweetest mm-hmm. guy. Where he's big, smart, strong, rich. smart. Yeah. And Danny DeVito's like stealing cars, and it's just a dirt bag, just a complete scumbag. And he doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And then he bails him out of jail, and that's how like they kind of end up being best friends. And like watching the movie's funny. It's a great movie. If you haven't watched Twins, go watch it. Triplets is what they were going to come out with. Okay. As a sequel. <clears throat> and this is like, this was actually, they've talked about it. Twins was a funny movie. Hilarious. Yeah. So Triplets is Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> How great would that be? <laughs> that would have been great. So just, I mean, I don't. And Schwarzenegger I, I says they still exactly may do it. exactly what the premise is. Right. But just the fact, those three people that'd would be, be hilarious. That'd be good, dude. So that's that's that was my number three just because I love that movie growing up. My number two, and again, this is going to speak to the kind of movies I watch, but it's going to be and I, Wedding Crashers or Bridesmaids. So that's my 2A and 2B. Bridesmaids, they thought that they were going to come out with a sequel to Bridesmaids. You, you remember Bridesmaids with yeah, Kristen Yeah, it was Wig very good. Hilarious. It was, it, that was the female version of Wedding Crashers, right? right? Well, yeah. yeah. I or mean, Hangover. It was the, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, it was it was funny, but it was more geared towards women than men. And hilarious. But you remember Melissa McCarthy meets the uh, the air marshal on the plane? Oh, yes. And yes. they end up like liking each uh-huh. other or whatever. They were talking about doing a sequel where it's their wedding, and they're getting ready for that. It's like Bridesmaids okay. too. I, I want to see that movie. Those those women are hilarious, all of them. They are. They're fine. I mean, and this isn't going to sound great. This but, is great. This is, I love what you're about But to say. typically, <laughs> I honestly don't think girls are that funny. <laughs> Feel free to cut that if I'm going to be judged. But oh their senses word. of humor are just different than mine for the most part. They think other things are funny. We're not interested in all the same things. <laughs> Oh, we're going to get canceled so fast. That's so good. Okay. So Wedding Crashers on there, too. So kind of the same stuff. I mean, I love Vince Vaughn. We've already been over that. But Wedding Crashers could go on because Vince Vaughn gets married at the end of that mm-hmm. one. And Luke, Will- or is it Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson. The f- sequel, though, should have been all the Will Ferrell character. Yes. And yes. it should have been It should have been based on – it should have – maybe not a sequel but a spinoff. What was his name? Chaz? Chaz or Chad. Ryan one Hall of the two. Or something like something. that. Mom, Mom meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes to and he funerals. was crashing funerals. Yeah. Uh, yes. Funeral crashers says yeah. the sequel. That'd be yeah, good. there you go. Um, my number one, and this is because my kid, Moana. Moana needs a sequel. I'm going to disagree. Love, I love that movie so much, dude. I've seen it a couple times with my kid. In uh, fact, I can sing some of the songs. Uh-huh. I'm not going to, but I could. Right. And there's other cartoon kid movies that I like and would agree with you on. That one wasn't my favorite, though. See, I loved it. And I think that those cartoons are easier to make sequels about, like yeah. Toy Story 9, however many there are. They're all good. So the storyline's pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. To me, it would be good for kids. Like, you could sure. have the number two and see it and do all that stuff. And I just loved all the characters. I love the music. I think it's a great movie and it'd be a great, a great one to have sequels. Now, that's my list. No, I had one more that I talked about. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan and Sleepless in Seattle. They did make a sequel of that. It was called You've Got Mail. No, that's not a sequel. No, it's not. It's just the same movie over again with email instead of late night phone calls. You've Got Mail is very good. 
They're both good. Well, I was going to put the same movie. I was going to put the breakup on here because that's one of my favorite movies of it all is, time. And it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I love the breakup. I hate to admit it because I think you introduced me to it, uh-huh. but it is so good. It's so that good, would be. Dude. I would put that higher on your list than – I'd put that higher than anything else you rank. And you know how they look at each other at the end of the movie and that's when it ends? Yep. It's such a great place to pick up and go. Yes. Like that – Like whether they both have – they're both find someone else right. and they end up being couple friends with them. It's just How a, great would that be? It would be fantastic. And again, Vince Vaughn. That movie is so funny. The What is the guy's name, her dad in the movie? Uh-huh. Or no, her brother. Her brother. Her brother. That, come come on the kick drum. Yes. Come come. <laughs> yeah. And what is it? Is it called a pitch key? A pitch <laughs> pitch pipe or something. A pitch like pipe. That. Yes. <laughs> you never slap a pitch pop out of a man's hand during the middle of a funky beat. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great movie. That is a great movie. I had the Goonies on here. These are all that just would have been me. a very yeah. good sequel. So listen to this. Oh, up. The movie, the that was that I'd be more on board with that. That uh, was a better cartoon for me. So it's um, kind of sad. Russell Crowe, Gladiator. Mm-hmm. So they talked about doing. You know, he how died, does that end? He dies at the end of it. That's okay. how it ends. Okay. And so they talked about doing a remake, but he's pitched it or whatever, and the remake came out, and the guy that was going to do it, he's got a whole script, sent it to him. He said, "No, I'm not doing that." But it's Gladiator Two, and. He comes, it's like Maximus or something like that. I don't know what his name was, but whatever his character is, is it was re- Max something Maximus. That's right. Reincarnated by Roman gods, okay, to come back and kill Christ. So it was called Gladiator Two, Christ Killer. And he's like, "No, nah, I'm not doing that." That either. sounds pretty intense. Sounds very intense. Well, I, I would be on board with the Gladiator Two, but it seems that very seems very intense. intense. Well, so he's like, he's like, "How are we going to market this thing?" Yeah. Yeah, so, I hear that. But the storyline would be cool. Of like, the, I mean, that's what was happening back then, right? So, so I obviously I haven't had but a few minutes to think through this. Step Brothers. Um, well, one, I don't watch quite as many movies as you do. Right. I like movies, but not to the extent that you do. And most of my favorites, like while they're my favorites, I don't know that they need a sequel. Right. Like Goodfellas is my favorite movie of all time. But I also, actually, I would love a sequel of Goodfellas seeing Ray Liotta in the Witness Protection Program. See, there you go. And, like, see his, after the story, he goes into mm-hmm. the Witness Protection Program and what his life looks like after that. And that would be great. Like, that would be a great I would sequel. watch that. Yeah, that'd be great. And maybe it's not some gangster then, like, movie. Godfather, maybe it's like Godfather him. 2 wasn't very good. Yeah. I mean, Godfather 1, one of the greatest movies of all time. Godfather 2, yeah. Anything that Scorsese does... I would watch on repeat. So Let me tell you, if what there's too many of Rocky. Yes, bro. Rocky one's not even that good. No, I, none of them are that good to me. Rocky four is fantastic. Is that the one with the Russian? Yeah. Yes. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know. It's not Apollo Creed. Apollo the Creed, big black guy, right? And that's three. No, three is is three. Mister T. Apollo Creed is, I think, number two when they hit each other and knock each other out. Or okay. Whatever. And then the Russian is spiky headed blonde guy that kind of looks like Iceman. Yeah. And, and he says, and if what you, about Top Gun, man? They made they, another one. They just made another one. Oh, was it good? No. Oh, of course. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> if I thought about this, I bet I could come up with, with some, but I'm not the biggest movie guy right. in the world. And most of mine, honestly, I'm kind of satisfied with the one. And I feel like that's kind of how I am, too. I, I don't feel like any movie really needs... Like, The Hangover was one of the funniest movies. I remember watching yeah, it for the first and time. And Hangover 2 was okay. Was okay. 
But I think like didn't they do a hangover three going out on top? Like maybe yeah. we should have just done one episode and That's then right. and then rolled out sandwiches and candy bars and then just, just peaced out. Yes. <laughs> That's that. I'm the same way. It's always I like, leave them wanting more, which mm-hmm. is probably what we need to do at this point in the but conversation. Then, like Rocky, we would have never gotten Rocky for. That's everyone's favorite Rocky. Is it? That's most people's favorite Rocky. I, I wouldn't even know. Probably gonna get a bunch of text messages about that one too. Oh yeah, probably so. I had a stranger text me the other day to correct me about something that was wonderful. But if that's what you've got, Jamie, I think that'll wrap us up. Okay, you good? I think that's it for me, dude. Okay, so that's our show, y'all. Thank you so much for sticking around. I hope you know how genuinely flattered Jamie and I are that anybody is listening to this. And thank you so much for all the support and nice messages we've gotten. Thank you for all the mean messages mm-hmm. we've gotten. We, we, we're we happy to get the mean messages. We thank don't... you to our good friend Tube Socks for the review. Oh, yes. Our good friend uh, Mr. Tube Socks or at your boy Tube Socks gave us a loving review that says if if – Hot dog water was a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank that. you for that. We need more of those. We do. So I'm about to sign off. Before I do, hey, guys, I want to give a, a shout out to Engineer Dave and, and his production business who have given us so much support, helped us out so much. We've loved uh, having the opportunity to be in studio with Dave. And he's with Digital Base Productions in Lubbock, Texas. So if you have any recording needs for anything, uh, reach out to Dave. I promise you guys will love him just as much as we did and he'll take good care of you. You know, for any uh, sort of production needs, producer needs. So Dave's coaching me up here a little bit. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. So Dave's, uh, if you want to do a commercial, if you need to do some radio advertisement, if you need, despite my frustration with phone systems, if you need an automated phone system, (laughs) Dave's your man, apparently. He's like the biggest in the world out of Lubbock, Texas, apparently. You You should see all the awards he has on his wall out here. It's kind of wild. Um, Making people mad. Yes, we are. So anyway, we're going to get out of here, but that's our show. Thank you so much for sticking around. For now, he's James, or Jamie Tate, and I'm Mark Oatman. Thanks, guys. And remember, much love from West Texas.